Welcome to Skills USA's podcast channel. I'm your host, Craig Moore. Today, my special guests are your regional vice presidents, your national officers that are regional vice presidents. And I'd like to introduce them um, to you now from Region 1. We have Aliana Martin. Hey, Aliana. Hi, Craig. So nice to see you. Yeah, thank you. It's good to see you too. Our Region 2 um, national vice president is Alexis Gamez. Hello. Did I say your name right? I'm sorry. I should have asked. Uh, you. <laughs> uh, it's Gomez. Gomez. Okay. And our Region 3 Vice President, Abera Nasir. Hey, it's so nice seeing you again. You too. How, how did I do with that pronunciation? Was that? Right. All right. And our Region 4 Vice President, Diana Serrano. Yes. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. And, and, um, I find it interesting that you're from Leesburg, Florida. Is that correct? No, I'm that actually not? from Dallas, Texas. Oh, that's it's Alexis that's from Leesburg. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> from Leesburg to Leesburg. If we do a, a story, that's got to be the headline, right? <laughs> and then finally, last but certainly not least, actually the first of this group that I met in, um, well, not in person, but via Zoom, Andy Solis from Arizona. Hey, Andy. Hi, so great to see you again. Yeah, you too me. Oh, thank you for coming. This is um, something new for us. We have been doing, we've called them podcasts for, for years. But in previous years, what we did was recorded speeches, keynotes, and other things that we found interesting. A lot of times our executive director would do interviews for radio, and we'd get permission and repost those. And this past year before the pandemic started, we decided to, to branch out and do more interviews. We had heard some feedback from our states that they wanted that. And so this is, this is all re still relatively new for us. Um, and our first interview was Shelly Travis and, um, and, and Tim Lawrence. So they, they got to be the guinea pigs and um, that was fun. But now you are the first group. This is another first. You, you're the first national officer team to be elected and to serve virtually. You're also the first national officer team to appear on the SkillsUSA podcast. And you, region, regional v vice presidents, are the first, period. <laughs> so here we go. This is exciting. And um, let's, let's just start off with some general questions. I'm going to go by how my windows are arranged. That's just going to be easier. So I'm going to start with Diana. What is your trade area? I am a criminal justice student. Okay. And and where you attend school in at the Townview Law Magnet, yes. is that right? Yes, the Townview Law Magnet here in Dallas, Texas. We've had a lot of people come through that program. What's your favorite thing about that? Um, the support, the advisors that are there. Um, for sure, Mr. Perez and Mr. Jennings. Okay. Um, a couple people in Skills USA may know them. They're uh -huh. pretty popular, um, but just their support, the way they love the students and they always just want to keep pushing them to their greatest potential. And that's definitely what they did for me. So that's probably my favorite thing about the school. That's fantastic. Have you been involved in competition at all? Yes, um, I competed in crime scene investigation my freshman year of high school. And then I served as an alternate, a part of a building search team. I did job interview for three years. Um, last year, unfortunately, something went wrong with like um, the registration. So I wasn't registered properly into the competition. So I wasn't able to compete. 
but I did train all year for it. So I'll count it as a competition. Criminal justice um, is one of the fun ones to photograph. I, for those who don't know, I take pictures at our national conference in addition to doing this. And it's one of the ones that is very visual. Um, criminal justice, crime scene investigation, both are, are highly visual, really fun to shoot. And um, it's always fun for me when I am shooting one of those competitions and the person in the competition is also shooting something with their uh, camera. So that's it. Thank you so much. It's, it's, uh, it's great to have you here. Aliana Martin, I would like to know more about you. What is your trade area? Sure, I'm in the medical assisting program and I work in a pediatric office. Oh, okay. So you're working as you as you're studying. Yes. And you, tell me your school. Um, so I'm not going back and forth with my notes here. So I attend Southeastern Regional Vocational Technical High School in Eastern Massachusetts. It's one of our largest schools in the state for voc tech education. We have about 23 vocational programs and I chose medical assisting because of my passion for studying the human body and getting that hands-on clinical experience as a high school student. I have a, a brother who's a doctor and my mother until she retired was a phlebotomist. And I know that for folks who do that sort of job, they it's, it's a passion different than what I've seen in a lot of other fields. And and so I find that very interesting um, when th that, that it's so similar. It doesn't matter what area, whether it's phlebotomy or something more broad than that. They're just, I think probably to do that job, you have to have a deep passion for it because it's not easy work, is it? No, it's not. You see different cases every day, especially in the pediatric office. You're seeing babies, 22-year-olds, 16-year-olds coming in with head injuries, trauma, different things or even just getting a vaccine shot. So it's like a really good opportunity to help someone else study the human body and just get that hands-on experience. I, I would imagine that sometimes it can be pretty emotionally draining too. Yes, it definitely is. You have to have the heart for it and like the stomach because you're going to see some things, you're going <laughs> to hear some things, you're going to have a baby cry when you give an injection. You just got to be prepared for that. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Well, well, welcome. Thank you uh, for, for that brief introduction. Thank Alexis. You. Yes, sir. Tell me about you. What's your trade area? Um, I am a nursing student at Leesburg High School, kind of like the Leesburg, Virginia thing that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, my, my poorly timed <laughs> joke. <but> I, <laughs> yeah, I remember whenever I went to WLTI and I went to Leesburg um, and I saw everything there, I was like, well, this is yeah. kind of Leesburg we got at home. Yeah, you know, sometimes I've searched for something specific in Leesburg and gotten the wrong place because it's Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you studying? Uh, nursing. Nursing. Oh, that's right. You just said that. Okay. Nursing <laughs> and 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 please tell me the school again. I got caught up in the Leesburg thing. Leesburg High. It's gonna trip me up every every time. And and what do you like about it? Um, I would have to say that I like my classmates a lot. But we're we're like such a small class that we're just kind of like this little family and we take care of each other really well. Um, this year, we haven't been able to do any clinicals because of COVID-19, uh, but usually we would be at UF, the hospital that's like uh, right by our high school, and we would be um, training there and doing stuff hands-on. But 
because of the circumstances this year, we're going to have everything done in the classroom um, with simulations. But yeah, I would have to say that it would be my classmates because we just have each other's back all the time. We're always on each other and trying to get us to work harder on our skills and just getting things done. I think having that kind of interaction and that sort of relationship is bound to be something that translates well when you get into the workforce. Because one of the hardest things for people to learn if they haven't learned how to do it in their life is, is that teamwork. And um, certainly you've all had to learn this year to be adaptable and flexible, as we say. And, and, and it's, it's, been, it's been interesting to watch. I imagine that as a, as a health occupation student, it's interesting watching this whole pandemic happen has been interesting from more so for you than some of us who maybe don't know as much about all that. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> it's something that we talk about almost every single day. It's yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for, uh, for, for joining us today. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Abera, you're from yep. Ohio. Yep. And what are you studying? I'm in pre-nursing. Pre-nursing. Okay. So we've got three um, medical occupation students or health occupation students. That's, yep. We're out, we're outnumbered, um, the rest of us. <laughs> Although Andy and I are sort of in the same field. I do some graphics, some photography. So so anyway, um, tell me about your, your program and, and what you like about it. My program is basically, uh, I like in the past couple of months, I just got my license as a CNA. So I just started working at a nursing home. Also, some things about my um training program is that I get to do a lot of hands-on training with like old people and just now we just started doing a lot of things with like babies I guess okay and I just went to like a hospital last week and I got to like hold a bunch of babies and I learned a lot of new things about them also my favorite thing about my training program would be I guess the people that I work with because they really make it worth it just like alexis they always have my back and if i don't get anything i can always go to them and talk to them about whatever and they are just always there that's great that's that's fantastic now being from ohio i'm not sure how long you've been involved in skills usa but on a normal january around this time the ohio the entire ohio regional delegation usually comes to our area and and does a training conference have you been to that before I have not yet. I've been in SkillsUSA for a couple years now, okay. but I have not gone down to Virginia yet. Hopefully I will. Yeah, well, I hope so. That, that um, I've been, I haven't been to the building since the summer. I had to go get a hard drive and um, <laughs> one, this one right here. And, and it, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, you know, it's weird because it's so empty. I mean, we do have some staff, a very small crew that goes in every day, but as a whole, nobody's there. So yeah, normally Ohio in, in, in January is at the National Center for a few days. And that's always a lot of fun. Well, now, excuse me, this, my, uh, <laughs> my, I, I, I get all these calls um, and, and they're never real. They're always like fake calls. Um, so that was my phone, if you could hear that buzzing. Um, okay, last but not least, Direct from Arizona, that that's right, isn't it? Andy Solis. Andy, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you today? I'm doing 
quite well. Tell me, um, tell me uh, about your program. What are you studying? Yeah, so I go to Dysart High School down in El Mirage, Arizona, and my CTE program is graphic design, but I've also been double CTEing in the past couple of years with film as well. Oh, that's great. How do you like it? Yeah, I love it. I, I feel like um, it's always been a joy to kind of express myself and my creativity through through art. And um, I feel like it's been an absolute dream to pursue like journalism and, and continuing that route. I, I love having conversations with people and, and learning about their lives and being able to combine that with um, art and design has, has just been a really great experience. Tell me about your advisor. Yeah, my advisor, Miss Sharp. Uh, she's it's actually my first year with her this year. But um, over the past couple of years, I didn't have her. But she was always someone that was incredibly supportive of me when I was running for offices. Um, she always had my back. And, and it was really awesome to have someone so supportive on your team, especially when it came to like campaigning. And she's a super into graphic design. Uh, and she just really was um, hands on and let's drop this and we're going to figure out how we're going to make your campaign as as solid as can be. And I, I to have someone like that was made everything so much less scary for me. That's great. How did you get started with Skills? Yeah, so I was actually in photo in my in my first year and I, it was a CT class and along with photo you they ask you if you want to be a skills you say student I was like oh I, I've, I've I've never heard of that and um so I continued to I went to my first fall leadership conference and from there I was like this is amazing I created my resume and I tried on the red suit for the first time and I felt like a million bucks and it was just such a cool experience and everyone else around me I think what was most awesome about it was I wasn't just around photo students but I was around like um, nursing students and welding students. And we were all just like learning from each other. And um, we've all had really similar interests in, in pursuing our, our careers. And to just be surrounded by that was really awesome. Um, but the thing is, I never competed in photo or anything that had to do with my CTE. I always competed in speech. So um, getting to meet people that were also competing in that as well was a cool experience because they were always from different CTE programs. Speech was probably a a good thing to help prepare you for running for national office. Now, I mentioned before, this is the first virtual national law. It's not that you're virtual, but that you're serving in a virtual setting. Um, how, are you, how are you dealing with that on a day-to-day basis, not just as an officer, but as a student? I don't know how many of you, well, let me ask you specifically, are you in school or are you hybrid or virtual or how, how is school going for you? Yeah, I'm all in person right now. So uh, I'm still there every single day. Um, as far as running or, or as far as being a, a national officer in a virtual setting, I think that it, it definitely um, comes with a lot of responsibilities as does every other year. I think it's just a matter of like um, something that you have to have is a lot of self-assurance in yourself because I feel like sometimes when we have to go into these conferences or um, and be involved in some of these things. Sometimes um, you don't get a lot of that face-to-face -face interaction. You don't get to see the students actually um, being impacted in front of you as, as you would when you're um, performing these workshops for other people. And it's just a, a lot of, um, you have to be really confident that, hey, like what I'm doing right now is, is, is impactful. And whether or not it's in person, I can still uh, touch people in a way that, you know, they're actually being um, impacted by the work that I put in. 
And I think that that goes along for a lot of our, like all of us as national officers, it's difficult. It it is. But at the end of the day, like um, we know that we put so much work into the things that we provide that, uh, that it's important that we understand that we actually are making that impact as well. That's fantastic. Well, that's a good attitude. It's, it's, it's a hard situation for everybody for sure. But I feel that like students have in so many ways, especially, well, it's just in every way, you know, even if you're in person, you're, you're dealing with a whole different environment than you used to. So um, thank you for that. Abera, tell me how you got started with Skills USA. So how I got started in Skills USA was kind of weird, I guess. I walked into my English teacher's classroom and she she had like a whole um like a polo shirt on and that said Skills USA on it. And I saw the same exact board outside of my lunch and they had like Skills USA local officer elections. And I I kind of didn't ask any questions to the students, but I asked my English teacher a bunch of questions and she gave me this sheet of paper with the sign up for the local officer competitions. And I was like, I'm going to do it. But I just put it on my dresser and I like never touched it until like a couple months later where I were like, my English teacher reminded me about it. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. Like she kind of forced me into it, but I'm so glad she did because this is where I ended up. So I know it was a great opportunity and I'm so glad that I got to be a part of it because I got so much out of it and I got to help so many people throughout my journey. So in the summer you ran for office and you did that all virtually. How was that? How, how How did that go? It was kind of, it was weird, but it was fun at the same time. It was definitely a new experience. I remember when I was practicing with my advisors how to give speeches in front of people and like just going through all my work and I was really nervous and then the next week when I was I came to school and they were like oh everything's going virtual we're not gonna go to we were gonna go down to another high school and we were gonna practice in front of delegates and it never happened and I was like I prepared for it for like a whole week and then it ended up being in front of a camera, which I guess was a blessing in disguise because I could do, I could redo my speech a thousand different times and I could make it exactly how I wanted it rather than going in front of a bunch of people and then I guess freestyling it if I messed up. So it was like a blessing, but at the same time, it kind of sucked because I really wanted to do it and meet a bunch of new people. Now, are you in person at your school or are you we're on like a hybrid schedule. So I go in a week and then I am online a week. So. Okay. okay. Well, that's interesting. It's tough. I, I, I think it's tough to be online all day. Um, it and, is. And, and of course, especially where there's peaks and it, it has to be done, but it's just tough. It, 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 it feels like it takes a lot of, you'd think being in person would take more of your mind space, but for some reason staring at a screen seems to, I don't know why. I know because I love people. I love talking to people. I love interacting with all kinds of different people. And that kind of got taken away. But at the same time, thank God we recently switched to hybrid. So now I finally get to meet more people and I finally get to, I guess, interact with them. That's great. Well, thank you. Alexis, tell me, um, tell me about your SkillsUSA experience. What brought you to it? And what, what do you like about it? Um, my experience is a lot like Abira's, I'll be super honest. Um, uh, I used to be a culinary student. I was a, in culinary since sixth grade. Um, yeah, I've, I really, I love culinary. Um, 
but I had to let it go so that I could have more time for uh, my nursing class because it was, it was either one or the other my senior year Mm -hmm. Um, because both of them are blocked schedules and I need my regular classes. It was just, yeah. So I love culinary. I do. I love it. But, um, I saw myself pursuing uh, a nursing career later on in life. So I figured it would be better for me, uh, to just take that class. Um, but yeah, I was in culinary ever since I want to say sixth grade. And this one time it was my sophomore year of high school. I walked into my culinary class and my uh, culinary arts instructor, Chappelle, he looked at me and he was like, Hey, what are you doing next Thursday? And I was like, school. <laughs> and he said, um, he handed me a prearranged absence form. He said, fill this out and have it turned in by tomorrow or something like that. And I was like, okay. He said, you're running for regional uh, secretary. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much how I got to do it. I just went to the regional um, training workshop and I had this little speech about like, hey guys, <laughs> you should vote for me. Um, I was elected into office and it just took off from there. Ever since then, it was just like, I'm so glad that he opened that door for me because like he, yeah, he would talk about um, like get into Skills USA, get into it. But I, I never had like a perfect, like I didn't want to compete. Um, and he was like, okay, that's fine how about run for office? And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just kind of went with what he told me to do. And it is honestly, I, I can't thank him enough. To this day, I still like walking into this class. And I'm like, I love you so much. <laughs> He's like this father figure to me. I love him so much, but yeah. That's great. What, what, what drew you to nursing? Um, so I had, my freshman year, I had a health science anatomy and physiology classes and um, medical assisting. I got my certifications for all those and stuff. But um, so I started off in those health classes and just something about it. I don't know what it was like. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. I know that's <laughs> crazy to some people like, yeah, um, I just can't see your face, but a bear's face is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, we had just open study all the time. And so after just flipping through these books and, you know, like finding some spark of motivation to just keep reading these books, I was just, I got really into it. Um, and then I just decided to keep taking it um, until I got here and yeah. That's great. Well, it's always good to have a passion for what you're doing and, and to, to like what you're doing rather than just doing a job. So that's fantastic. Aliana Martin. Yes. <laughs> how was how did you get involved in Skills USA? So I got involved in Skills USA my sophomore year of high school. I was in the medical assisting program and just doing my work like a normal school day. And my now advisor and my then shop teacher called me up um, to her desk with another student and said, you know what Skills USA is? We have this opportunity where we're going to run a state officer. And they also had another student, um, my, my friend, Julie, that they wanted to also run with her. So they said Skills USA is like a national student-led organization, told me the basics, um, the framework, everything like that. And they really talked a lot more about the national level, saying if you go to states, um, the state executive will choose someone to run for national office. You can go to Kentucky, represent thousands of students. And that just drew me in. I wasn't thinking too much about becoming a national officer. I just wanted to place at districts. So I signed up 
I filled out the paper, I got my letters of recommendations, and I ran for the state office against a junior, actually. And I was only a sophomore. I'd never been to anything involved within schools USA. And then I won, and then I just fell in love with it, and then I became a state treasurer and now national officer. What made you want to be a national officer? So when I got the call that my executive wanted me to run, I was just like frozen. I was like, oh my God, I was like so excited. The reason I decided to run is because having the platform to just represent thousands of individuals in form of connection with them, not only like improving my leadership skills, but forming a connection that someone can feel comfortable enough to come to me and say, Aliana, I have this issue at my state or I need to improve on this. How can you help me? And being able to report that back to the national office really inspired me and encouraged me to run for this position and fulfill my duties. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's, that's great. It's, it, it's something that uh, I, I didn't have the opportunity in school. It was Vika in those days and they kept the program very segregated from the, from, from the academic courses. Although I don't really like to say, I feel like these are academic classes anyway, but that's what they said back then. And, and so I never even knew about it until you'd see it in the yearbook. And, and it's like, well, what is that? I remember seeing the, the jet, the red jackets and the, and the Vicka, but I didn't know what it was. So um, it's, 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 it's a good thing that, that you've responded positively to it and that, that it resonated with you. And um, is there a, a favorite thing you've done so far as a member of the organization? So if I had to choose something that would be my favorite, it would have to be Fall State Conference. That was when I was the state treasurer. The reason for that is because I was connected with over 300 members who came to our conference. And when I was walking in the hallways, um, helping people earn their statesman or leadership award, I was just getting to know them as individuals, their framework story, what they want in life, and just having that connection that I'm able to relate to someone, they can see themselves within me really just instilled like a form of hope for the future and just made me really excited to be a part of such a great organization. Thank you. That's great. That's fantastic. Diana, let's hear your story. How did you come to Skills USA? Um yeah, definitely. Um when I was a freshman and I first went to the open house at my school, they had different um competitions set up for us to get an idea. They were trying to recruit members um, within Skills USA, mock trial, all these other extracurricular activities, because that's what they call it at my school, extracurricular activities. Sure. Um, and it's a hard term to get away from. <laughs> I know. Trust me, I talk to my administration. And I'm like, no, that's not what it's called. Mm. But, you know, we, we get as far as we can. But um, sure. I fell in love with just the crime scene investigation. I mean, I went into law enforcement because I go to a law school. Um, so I just went in there with the mindset of, I want to be an FBI agent, criminal minds, you know, do, mm. do hands-on activities like that. Um, so when I saw the body on the floor and I saw the people taking blood samples, taking pictures of the different scenes and everything, I was like, that's me. That's what I want to do. Um, so I just went to the, um, general meeting to kind of get more information on skills USA. And that's when I met my advisor, Mr. Perez and, he saw a lot of potential in me just by a simple conversation that we had. Um, so that's really what drew me into Skills USA: the scenery, um, the competitions they had set up, and then talking to my advisor and hearing him say that 
he saw a lot of potential within me. Um, he kind of pushed that leadership out in me and told me, I want you to run for district office. I was just a freshman at the time. And he, he always challenged me. He told me freshmen don't really make it. Mm. Um, they're always running against juniors or seniors that run. And it's very hard for them sometimes because this is their first year. And I took that as a challenge. And I was like, you know what? I want to try it. I want to see what this is all about. And um, I Good became for you. District, thank you. <laughs> I became a district officer my freshman year. That led to my passion for leadership and wanting to be a part of something bigger than myself. I ran for state office my sophomore year, became a state officer my junior year. And then I ran for national office over the summer, my junior year. And here I am. That's fantastic. Now, we were talking the other day, uh, for, for those listening, we we had a meeting, uh, our staff met, each department met with all of the national officers, and we were talking about photography. And, and I had mentioned that normally I would have photographed them several times while they were campaigning at WLTI in, in, in a normal year. But a couple of the officers had been photographed and I found, I was, I happened to, I, it's something when, when Diana raised her hand and said, yeah, I have been, I, I said, okay, I think I know what photo that is. And sure enough. So we talked about first, right? First virtual team. You were in the first picture with our new executive director, the first picture of students with our new executive director. So yes, it was sir. Yes, another, I was. another group uh, of, I don't know if they were all from your school or not. But, yes, they were all district officers from my school. Um, oh, the Townview Law Magnet, like you said, they are very big on leadership. And um, we always have officers running um, every year. We try our hardest to train as what best as we can so that we produce the best leaders that there can be within the organization and in the workforce. Um, so we all five girls that were in that picture, they were all district officers um, from my school. And, and we use that picture everywhere. So <laughs> yes, I love that picture. Because of the, the pandemic, we have our Shelly Travis, our executive director, hasn't had a chance to do a ton of things with students. The last thing that we did was SkillsUSA a week last February. And, and we were all starting to get nervous even at that point, because by then it was all over the news. So, but that was one of the, 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 most posed and like perfect, perfect photo to use. And we've, we've used it quite a bit. So there's another. He uses it as well because I actually haven't seen him since last March. I am uh, taking all virtual classes. Okay. So I have no connection with my school whatsoever. Um, Haven't been on campus ever since we were quarantined. Um, So it's been a little bit difficult, but you know, like you said, that picture, it was probably a reminder that, um, you know, we've made a we've made an impact now and we're going to keep doing it. And hopefully in the near future, more students will be able to pose with Miss Travis. So if if I'm a if I'm a student and I want to run for office, whether it's national office, local office, district office, whatever it is, what what advice would you give me? To never give up, um, to just always go through it with a positive mindset and to always remember that obstacles do come around, but that no one can tell you that you can't do it. Um, you know, I thought that running virtually was going to be one of the biggest challenges that I was ever going to face. And it was a challenge within itself, but I had support of people around me and I was able to do it. And really the only thing that got me through it was the mindset and the dedication that I had within myself to want to be something 
or want to be a part of something bigger. So to anyone that wants to run for office, do it. Whether it is virtual, whether you don't get as much travel, whether you don't get to meet your team members, the impact that you make behind the screen or in person is all the same. And I promise someone is watching and someone is being inspired by you. So never stop, never give up and always give it your all. Awesome. Well, thank you. Aliana, tell me what it's like to serve as a virtual officer. Sure. So just like Diana said, it's still an experience that you're going to leave an impact on somebody and you want to make sure that's the best thing possible. Um, as a national officer, even though it's virtual, at times it can be challenging and a little upsetting since we're not physically there with our team, but just having the impact that our national advisors leave us that they don't remind us of the experiences that we could have had traveling. They continue to ensure that we have new opportunities. We're constantly growing. So it's not like a pessimistic feeling, but honestly, it's more optimistic. Like I'm excited for new opportunities that come, whether that's virtual or doing an online workshop, anything like that. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Alexis, we're getting close now to our, our time, I think. So I wanna ask each of you this, this final question. And, and this is one of those, this is one of those classic interviewer questions that drives people crazy. So if you want to answer it your own way, if this is just too weird, feel free. But what essential element do you relate to the most? And realizing that that may change from one time to another. Yeah, so I would honestly say work ethic. I know that that one's not chosen very often, but if there were something that I could definitely relate to, it would be work ethic. Like I work so hard for some for the things that I do, um, Skills USA isn't the only the only part of my life that I have going on, and uh, a lot of it is just balance and work ethic. Like you have to want something. So like I, like you were saying about um, the health field, um, how you have to want it. That that's something that I really live by. Um, I had an advisor my sophomore year of high school for our health class, and we were just getting switched between subs in and out because they kept quitting. They didn't want to work for my high school anymore. And so a lot of just getting through that course was you having to be on your, on your um, priorities. Like you have to, you have to want to learn and you have to teach yourself and you have to, you have to push yourself and be your own motivation. So I think that that, that's something that got me through um, my first and second year of health and kept me going and kept me motivated for what I wanted to do my junior and senior year. So I would definitely say work ethic. Great. Abera, what about you? For me, mine isn't chosen a lot either. It's kind of like Alexis, like um, mine is service orientation. And it's basically for because my drive for customer service, my drive to helping others. I love people and I love engaging with different kinds of people. And that <clears throat> basically describes service orientation and customer service. So I would say service orientation is what I relate to the most. What about you, Andy? It's actually interesting that Alexis said that because I was seriously gonna say that, but if I were to choose another one other than that, I'd probably say self-motivation. I feel like uh, I've always tried to become a better version of myself. And over the past couple of years, especially within Skills USA, it really motivated me to become um, a, a better leader and a better person for others as well. Um, and just 
want to pursue want to pursue um, a greater a greater to support people on a greater stance, and I think that that's why I continue to pursue campaigning for offices, whether that be state or national. And I and there's a lot of different things that I do around my own school, but um, I feel like having the self motivation to want to continue to to be a better person as well as to support others has definitely carried me throughout my years within Skills You Say and throughout high school. Aliana. For me, I would say communication. This is because in the medical field, we need to deliver our messages to our patients in a way that they can understand it effectively. And also, if you have something that you want to get heard and you want to promote, you need to have strong communication skills so that point is getting across in a way that everyone can understand and relate to. That's great. And last but not least, Diana. Yes, um, my essential element is self-motivation as well. Um, my framework story is actually on it. And it's interesting because, um, you know, self-motivation, the different behaviors that include it is really just like developing or having that passion to want to learn more, to grow. Um, and that's exactly what I believe Skills USA has done for me. It has taught me ways to help myself grow. And not only that, but it has taught me to motivate others. Um, you know, like you mentioned before, in a virtual setting, things are a lot more difficult. Just um, having that discipline to focus in class or having that discipline to get your work done by yourself. Um, and then being a national officer, trying to juggle all those responsibilities while um, still being virtually in school, it is difficult. But SkillsUSA has taught me to develop those new skills, that new knowledge to perform my perform my work way better. So self-motivation is something that I've improved on within my journey and skills yet. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's 2023, the pandemic's long behind us. What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to graduating teammates um at least you know after we graduate or during our term whatever it is I just want to meet them I want to be able to sit down and have a real conversation with them in person um I want to be able to look back and remember that I made an impact and that there's several other students like me that are continuing to make the impact and continuing to take on skills USA's legacy of empowered students um and hopefully getting ready um one step closer to the law enforcement industry and you know becoming an FBI agent just taking those internship opportunities taking other opportunities to get there that's great Aliana what are you looking forward to when all of this ends I'm looking forward to going to college and seeing everyone just like Diana said hopefully meeting our team face to face getting to know them a little bit more and just having the ability to have that in-person connection. There's nothing like a physical touch, like a hug or a handshake, anything like that. So really excited for that. Awesome. What about you, Alexis? What do you, what do you miss? What do you want to do again that right now we're not able to do? Um, travel. <laughs> I really, I really do miss traveling and I wish that I had the opportunity to meet my teammates because they're so nice. Like I know y'all virtually and I feel like I've known y'all for like my entire life just because we connect like 
on this this different level we just seem to be very comfortable with each other um but if i had if i one thing it would just be to meet y'all and be able to travel um be able to try new things um see new places and that's really what i'm looking forward to also um getting into clinicals so that i can get my last certification yay um <laughs> but yeah just definitely to travel and meet y'all that's a good one travel is a big one isn't it i, I had a when all of this broke, I had a, I had been scheduled to attend a state conference in in Utah, and of course that didn't happen. And then World Skills was supposed to be in in the fall, and that's been postponed. And I'm not sure what the status is there yet. But we were going to China, and um, I go in case you didn't know, I go photograph the team, and um, and Haley, who is our social media person. I should, I'm sure you've met by email at least, and she uh, she goes as a volunteer for the World Skills Organization, and she did social there. So we went to Russia two years ago, and um, and I went to Abu Dhabi four years ago. So that was a lot of fun, and uh, I've been going since. Well, I don't I, I don't remember the year, but it was Germany. We, they I went to the German and everyone since Germany, Brazil, Abu Dhabi. And, and Russia, so that was a lot of fun. Travel's a good one. Um, Abera, what what are you what are you looking forward to? Uh, Alexis pretty much took mine. I really really want to travel. I love traveling. I love going to different countries. So mm -hmm. I cannot wait to do that. Uh, another one, like everyone else, I really want to get to see all my teammates in person. We always talk about like these silly things, like how tall everyone is. Like we try to guess each other's. <laughs> And I know it's crazy, but we always talk about that. It's it's weird, I guess, talking to them behind the camera because I feel like I literally, like, I've known them for so long. I connect with them on a different level. I know. So I literally cannot wait to get to see y'all in person and actually see how tall y'all are. <laughs> that's a good one. That's important. You know, that I, that's actually something I wondered, like, will this team bond the way the national officer team has bonded? Clearly you have. And um, it's from what I've observed and I was never a national officer, but from what I've observed over the years, you're bonded for life that that those teammates will always be your teammates and you'll always be um, it, it's like family. So that's, that's a special thing. Andy, to wrap it up, tell me what you're looking forward to and what do you, what do you want to do next? Of course, I'm planning on going off to university and studying political science, okay. um, taking that route. I, I, I've always really enjoyed um, learning about government and politics and, and how policymaking works and how to better support the people in, in my community. And I, I'm super excited to pursue that. Um, and I think that um, something for me has always been like, uh, you know, you, you, constantly are talking to your national officer team. And I, I always envision what it'd be like to, to get to meet them in person. And just the thought of seeing them in person is so exciting. We put so much work in together. And I think that that bonds us um, because there's a lot of moments where we're like really stressed out together. And um, then I like, I'll text, I'll text one of them. And then they're like, oh, I'm just so stressed out. And like, we're all just figuring this out together. And it's just like a cool experience because you're impacting so many students together. And but we're all just students ourselves and, you know, just trying to, to navigate what that's like. And they've really become some of my really closest friends and I'm super excited to just get to meet them in person. Um, definitely travel as well. And I'm just excited for us to, to have that next step and, and get to know each other on that face-to-face -face level. 
Well, may come sooner than later. Later, um, I'm so grateful for the the chance that we had to sit down and talk today. Uh, my guests today have been the regional vice presidents for Skills USA: Diana Serrano, Aliana Martin, Alexis Gamez, Abera Nasir, and Andy Solis. And um, this has been Skills USA's podcast. Please join us next time for the College Post Secondary National Officers. Skills USA.